Welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle Heat. It's your boy G Swizz. Join next to me, Jokesy. Jokesy, how we doing, brother? Doing great. How we doing, G Swizz? Cruising, cruising. Micah, how we doing, brother? Doing good, doing good. How's the season going for you, boys? Good. As of lately, you know, you got to just compartmentalize every single part of the season. Recently, it's been going well. <laughs> me, recently, not so good. But we were sidelined uh, due to COVID, so... We we we're on the come up. We're everyone's back, but one player whose recovery from COVID is like I guess not going so well. So he's our starting middle, and he's uh, he's still not practicing. But everyone else is like getting back in the gym and starting to get stronger again. Bro, I feel that when I when I had COVID, I never experienced anything like this in sport, where like fatigue and like lightheadedness. And everybody who always told me they had them, like, ah, oh, they're just being soft and stuff. Like he had COVID, <laughs> and I was, dude, I was like. They made me play without practicing one full practice, and I was just like seeing stars. I was like short <laughs> breath, <laughs> like it's, it's brutal. And then they had me do like a test with the cardiologist, and they realized like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have had you play. <laughs> How <laughs> long is usually like the rebound time? It's it different depends. for everyone, yeah. Yeah, for you guys. So even the freaking symptoms is different for everyone. This thing is just weird. Joe, can you yeah. smell? Nope. Cannot. Yeah, Joe still can't. And how long has it been? Do you think it's permanent? First week of February. It could be. They don't know. I mean, nobody's had COVID for more than so. However long. So, so. when we we're on the Joe tour, Joe hasn't smelled anything for like eight months. It doesn't affect your taste at all. A little bit, of for sure. I mean, Dude, it's, that not, sucks. it's not the same. I don't. Smell I can't things. smell. I can't smell Dude, either. So catch this. Came to realize when I had some. I had store or some. I had guys over at my house a couple weeks ago, and they stored some garbage in a cabinet that I never do. They thought it was the garbage cabinet, and then I got all those fruit flies. I don't know if you remember that. Apparently, somebody came in, like an inspector, and they found it. That it was just like this rotting smell in my apartment, and that's where the fruit flies came from. And so, like, COVID killed me with that. And they're like, "Yeah, you didn't smell this." I'm like, "I can't smell anything." <laughs> <laughs> like it's no, so I didn't realize I couldn't smell. Like everyone's like, "Can you smell?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I'm all good. Like I can smell fine. And then um, we had chicken, and Zana mm-hmm. was like, "You can't smell this." I'm like, "No." And she's like, "Try and smell like this." And then we went like deodorant, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, I can't." Like a week and a half later, I'm like, "Oh, I, I haven't been able to smell." I didn't even yeah. realize it. It's not that big a part of your life, really. Still, are you still can't smell? No, yeah, I still can't. Sometimes, over yeah, here. sometimes that's quick recovery, sometimes not. But yeah, it's just oh, so weird. Over here, um, uh, basically you need a, a QR code vaccination to get in everywhere. So what they do is a lot of people, people over here, like uh, they 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 get a doctor, they buy it, they bribe a doctor to give them a QR code, and they say they got vaccinated. That's so of, bad. And the and the doctor is <clears> like. Sprays it like in the trash, and then they give them the QR code, and then they're good to go. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. Going yeah, it happens everywhere. everywhere though. I'm sure it's crazy. Yeah. It's wild, wild times. Bro, I don't anyway. care if you're not gonna get vaccinated, but in that case, like cheating the system. I feel like even if you're against the vaccination, you should be okay. Would not be okay with that. Like, what what are they supposed to do if you can't go into the grocery store or like anywhere? You can go to the grocery store. Oh, what store? 
You just can't go to the cinemas. And my, for I, I'm vaccinated. So, Mikey, you're you're telling me that that should work. be okay for them to. F- I'm telling you, I, mean, I don't think it should be mandated. So you, I so get that. I get, but where, also I get like where a, the like if somebody's gonna lose their job because that's what's going on a lot. I get where if you don't believe in it and if you have stuff going on that, like, Gage sent me the Aaron Rodgers podcast. Uh, where he was on um, Pat, McAfee. Pat McAfee, and like he thought he touched on it, but if you have for him, he has like that uh, allergy to stuff that's in the mRNA vaccine, right? Did you watch it yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. And two, like, yeah, and he had like a vaccines. huge research team and all that stuff, and it's like you're telling me that if like that guy was a, a pilot. At Southwest Airlines, like he's gonna lose his job, then I don't know what's what is what is evil and what is good and what is bad and for what sure. Is good and like and the, those morality things are kind of hard to judge on on a person to person basis. Playing devil's advocate though, at the same time, it's like you've stated this too. It's like companies and privatized businesses have the right to say like whatever. Like you have to have like it's their right just as much as your it is your right to totally. not get the vaccine. Totally. And so I've been always in the, like, it's your choice at the end of the day, but also you have to, with your choice, you have to respect. These are the guidelines. There's a lot of countries in the world where you're not allowed to enter into unless you have certain vaccinations. Yeah. And so, like, that's always been a part. And so it's, there's just so, I, what I see in the news and with people, arguments, people that I know, just people in general, is that they argue such hypocritic, like, cases all the time. It's like, it's like, different for how they argue other type of things in their lives and other type of vaccinations. And so there, I I've seen people go and get vaccinations if they want to go travel, but then this vaccine that they're not too sure of, they're kind of super against. And right. I think you just make, right. I think it's just right. really difficult. I don't know. It's, it's just like, a bummer from that the start. I little size. I'll be it's honest. Like, I wouldn't have gotten it, it is. if it was, if it didn't make like life, way more easier and that right, i mean it's right. kind of a crappy way to go about things i i don't think you should have to do that just to make your life easier and i think well that's by design right yeah and i think that's why like micah you are so against it to be honest because right i don't even i'm the opposite like, i don't even care about yeah. the vaccine it's just at this exactly. point it's just like i don't agree with the morality of the way that exactly. they're dealing with the situation yeah, and for me, I'm like, it just makes things way easier. I don't have to jump through all these holes for every single like. There, right totally, now, if totally, I didn't have totally. the vaccine over in Europe, there's so many issues I totally, have to go totally. through. I wouldn't even be allowed into some gyms without the vaccine right now in Germany. Yeah, I'm not allowing fans into some gyms. So, Aaron Rodgers was saying that. Well, also, what's tough is that it's not based. I th- I agree with him in a sense where it's since the beginning of COVID, we've like even like normal people without a lot of information can see that this a lot of this isn't based in science and a lot of it isn't based in a lot of it's not consistent um and there's a lot of holes of everything going on and if this were to be holes in like a personal relationship of like me and you we would have a lot more issues than if it's happening on this for some reason people get a lot more leeway when they're in big positions of power which is kind of odd Rather yeah. than like, if your janitor's me- making these kind of mistakes, like they're gonna get fired. But like, yeah, totally. M- people that get paid a lot 
to do this, make a bunch of mistakes, and for some reason, people just move on with their lives. Yeah. But, like, even, like, you look at, like, the airport where you're, like, sitting in a gate and, like, there's, like, one seat and then, like, ten seats and then one seat and, like, I'm going to get on this airplane with that dude <laughs> and sit in A and he's going to sit in B. Like, what, <laughs> what, what kind of game is this? You know what I mean? Like, from the very the beginning, you see things court. where you're just, like, what, yeah. what, what, what? Like, the vac- like, the fact that people can get it and give it... Um, with the vaccine, they can both have it and spread it. Like, it's just being completely ignored in a lot of places. In the Plus Liga, the team that we're playing against had four people sick out, out last game, but they're vaccinated. And so they said, oh, no, 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 it's just like a, it's just a cough. It's just a flu. And then they told, they told us, like, oh, yeah, no, these guys definitely got COVID. But we're not going to test them. We're not going to test Because they don't have to test them because they're vaccinated. Yeah. But it's like, why do you? Because then they're going to come and give it to people. And, like, that's still, that's irresponsible. Yeah. But. Totally. Dude, catch this. I know I, I know we got to move on here to our guest. One quick story. So we're, we played CEV Cup this week. And we're playing a Serbian team. How it works is it's one just like Champions League soccer for anybody who doesn't know. You play two legs, one at home, one away. And you have to win, like. 3 0 3 1 both weeks. Or if you win 3-0 the first week, you have to just win two sets the next week. If you win 3-2 at home, then you have to win. Just If you just win, you advance. If the other team wins 3-2, then you play a golden set after the 15. But if they win 3-0, 3-1, then they advance. I know it's kind of quick and maybe confusing. Well, but maybe anyways. you can explain the point system over, overseas really fast. Maybe so the way just... so in in the leagues, actually, what matters the most is how many points you gather up, rather than necessarily like wins and losses. Like obviously, you win more, you'll get more points. Like that's easy. But how it works is a three zero or three one win is three points. A three zero a zero three or or a one three loss is zero points. Two if you win in five, you get two points. If you lose in five, you get one point. So after every match, you're building up all these points. So if you look at the standings, it's by points. It's not necessarily by wins and losses. And so that's why, like, teams, oh, they'll go on a road against a good team, like one of the top teams, and they'll go to five, and they're pretty happy with that because they still picked up a point on the road against a really good team. And so it's just a little different mindset at times. But we played the first leg when this Wednesday night against the Serbian club in CEV Cup, and we won 3-0, which is really good. So next week, that means all we have to do is win two sets, and we advance through to the next round. Obviously, you want to win, but that's just kind of the the bare minimum so that you guys know. But the Serbian team came and told us that, um, granted, I want you guys all to know that we've been in every our entire team has now been in Europe, has been in Germany for four months now, and they told our club that nobody else besides the Americans have to get tested. So me... Uh, myself, Jordan Ewart, my teammate, and Dalton Solbrig have to go get COVID tested and have a test for the Serbian government when we arrive, when we've been living in Germany for four months. It, they're like, oh, they're Americans. We're like, okay, that still has, like, that doesn't carry any validity to Bro, your argument to at East all. Europe, baby. I'm so like, They're like, oh, the, the Americans, they must test. We're like, what? <laughs> we haven't even been in America for four or five months. And so that whole thing is just kind of ridiculous it's kind of funny we were laughing about it but i know we got to get going to our next seven here gage oh for sure well that's the thing there's so much bs in east europe when it comes to america oh paperwork anything i, I know next segment but i can't even get into like movie theaters or anything here because my covid certificate 
long story short, Bulgaria hasn't transferred the right. I'm basically considered unvaccinated here, even though I'm vaccinated. Anyway, Gage, you're gonna have to pay up. You're gonna have to find uh, a doctor. And you pay know, up. if it wasn't like 300 to 400 leva, I was thinking about it, but I'm not gonna do that. Um, anyway, get double vaxxed. <laughs> Triple vaxxed. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I was like, no way. Anyways, so if you guys watch our last podcast and you look below here or over here, you can see that we're now sponsored by Manscaped. A round of applause for Manscaped here. Now, we also started a segment last week. I called it Hot Facts, but I want to call it Sack Facts now because I just feel like that's just that just fits perfectly with Manscaped and us. And I want to read a fact here that I got directly off the Manscaped.com. A combination of polls shows that 80 to 90% of women prefer some amount of grooming for starters. 80 to 90%. Only 10 to 20 percent prefer guys with a completely unkept bush this means that going wild below the waist is not the default look now i bring a, a physical example here this is gauge before the manscape 4.0 got to do his thing on my body and this is gauge after the lawnmower 4.0 a hot smoking tamale or pepper okay let me tell you you, my friend, Joe, hold that. I want, to, I want the people to see this. Joe, what is that? What is that? This is the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, of course. The 4.0, The latest baby. and greatest model released by Manscaped. Exactly. Now, if you want to get the Lawnmower 4.0 with 20% off and free worldwide shipping, use the promo code VOLLEYBALLS, all cap, plural, VOLLEYBALLS. Link in description. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't matter what country you're in. I mean, imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. I mean, I go... If you guys don't know anything about Europe, they're definitely all about... They're definitely crazy about their shaving. They're, they're shaving literally everything. I mean, it comes with everything. Joe, what, what else is on there? We got we got ball deodorant as you guys as I told you about last week a nice hefty amount in the package go get the package and ball toner that's the name exactly. that's the name of these of these products it all comes in that package get you right going to the holiday season or your special someone don't forget exactly exactly if some special someone needs help with that go ahead and get them there's plenty of people who reach out to us they're like yeah I need to get this you need to get a gift for somebody who needs the gift. Exactly. exactly. The gift that keeps on giving. A the gift, gift that helps gift yourself <laughs> and it does keep this on giving. Exactly. This is a gift for yourself. That's a true. gift disguised as a gift for your, for another exactly. person, but actually for yourself. Exactly. It's like a so, actually. Yeah, I was gonna make a reference. Send a level I'm up. Refer to that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, 20% off. Use the promo code Volleyballs and free worldwide shipping. Now, Joe mentioned that this isn't a solo podcast. Joe, this is the first time we've had this guest, a father figure in our life. Well, not not actually our father. Uh, we should get him on sometime. Yeah, but, we uh, should. That would be stories, stories on stories. We should, um, we should get all of our dads on, like different podcasts at once. Oh, together, it would be too. Together, it'd be too much. You gotta get. You, we'd have to get on different times. <laughs> we'd have to. Pulling them up. Well, welcome on Out of Systems COO. Michael Wiseman, a.k.a. Dirty Mike.
Now we welcome on the man, the myth, the legend, the dirtiest of dirties, awesome CEO, the manscaped man, even though he's Dirty Mike. Dirty Mike Michael Washington. Dirty Mike, how we doing, man? Doing great, boys. How you guys doing? Cruising, bro. Cruising. And first of all, for those people out there, let's see that shirt. Yeah, they can only see the top half of that shirt. Addison Volleyball. That's sick. That is sick. System. This is hot, hot, hot merch. Hot off the of press. Of course. That's right. Well, Joe's rocking Mike, the athlete. Well, sorry. Sorry to cut you off there, Mike. Um, but uh, why don't you give a, for the for the people who don't exactly know your background, don't know who you are, you should give a quick background about yourself because you can do it better than I can. And then how you got, how you, I mean, you're integrated in the system and how that kind of all started and whatnot. Well, thank you, Gage. I'm kind of a big mm -hmm. deal. Um, of course. You know, and uh, obviously, I've obviously uh, been a huge factor in the volleyball world since its inception back in the 1800s. <laughs> and uh, I'm just happy to be here. No, I. Uh, Your great grandfather was the first <laughs> volleyball <laughs> player. Totally. Totally. Um, I invented the set, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go back you invented ask. the out of system set. I did. I did. Before I you, they didn't do it. <laughs> At that, at that time, it was a one-handed poke, and now, you know, it's we, two. you know, that's right. But um, anyway, we don't need to get into my history as far as that's concerned. I'm obviously a big deal in volleyball. <laughs> right. um, but uh, no, I am uh, for 30 plus years. I've been an actor and doing TV and film, um, and uh, that's been a great thing. And um, working and and all that, and uh, enjoyed the game of volleyball as a kid. And then came up here and raised my two daughters. And my daughters, of course, uh, crossed over into the world of uh, playing at a pretty decently high level. And, and then Joe, Joe, you were the first. And you privately coached Delilah um, to set, which was great, and met you guys that way. And then Gage, still presently, technically, is coaching Olivia. And I think you still, she's still carrying your arm, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. I pulled, Quentin, I pulled a Quentin. I pulled a... I think it was, I forget, it was in Kill Bill Volume 2. It was basically what I did. I was like, there's a there's a scene in there where it was like, it was Uma Thurman. She had to, uh, uh, the bride, she had to basically punch this wall and her master's like, that's my hand. You better make that hand as strong as possible. So I was doing, I was working and serving with, uh, with your daughter. And so I was like, that's my arm. Okay. And you better make that the best arm there is. Um, so that's how that's she how that works. She can use more of that, but she's doing great. Um, Good. and, uh, and so anyway, through that and meeting you guys, um, and in the sort of the early stages of out of system, you guys, uh, we sort of got together and one thing led to another. And because I run a business outside of this, which is uh, Dr. Price's vitamins, which we proudly sponsor out of, system. which is crazy. People are meeting Dr. Price himself. Not technically. I'm not no. technically Dr. Price, although I have the man behind it. Feet. Yes, that's right. The man behind Dr. Price's vitamins. But there is a Dr. Price's. Dr. There Price. is. There is there a Dr. Is Price. Dr. Price. And who knows? Maybe one day he can appear. Maybe we uh, should have Dr. Price. That would be sick. Be we should have Dr. Price on. <laughs> he would love it. Oh and Mr. God. Manscape. Have <laughs> yeah. I showed you? We my need man. to find that man. Oh, that's true. We, we, we'll we, get into we that. that. We'll get into that um, after your intro here. But. Uh, uh, and then we, you know, the sort of evolution of out of system started. And because I have some knowledge in business, you guys asked me to come along. I'm stoked. I love it. I love everything about volleyball. I love, you know, my daughter's still playing and 
I love you dudes. And it's just been a great ride. I mean, we have so much coming for the out of system fans out there. We have so much cool stuff on the horizon that we can't even tease, but um, I'm just here to keep it dirty. That's it. You know, just to keep it dirty and make sure that that's you know, bottom line, that's bottom line you know, kind of stuff. If I can do, if I can, if I can help in that way, then, you know, the dirtier, the better. Couldn't put it better myself there, Mike. <laughs> well, Mike, I know we had one huge topic we want to get into today, especially with a video that all of us had kind of watched earlier today. When you brought up your daughters and your daughter's involvement and my brother and I have worked with them and you're obviously a parent in the volleyball community. Yes. And so I know Mike and I wanted to get into that a lot today. And so I want, I just wanted to start off with your perspective right now of what a parent's role um, for just an athlete, uh, a athlete from a young age, what they, what they should be doing, how they should be supporting their kids and what they shouldn't be doing um, as their kid develops in any sport. Interesting. That's a great question, actually. I think I'm, I think I'm, I have an interesting perspective on that because I, I think I feel pretty honored and lucky to have friendships with you guys who are at the top of the volleyball spectrum. Um, and it gives me perspective, you know, from down to the other level of, of volleyball where, you know, it's just sort of recreational volleyball. But um, I think as a parent, at the end of the day, you want to support your kid in the sports that they love. You obviously want to do what you can to enhance them and help them grow in the world. But as those levels start to change and as you start to sort of ascend um, year to year, uh, you know, junior high school and, uh, and then high school and whatnot, I think that there's an important thing that I learned early on, which was, is my kid good enough to really go to that next level and, 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 and spend the time, energy and effort and finances to do it? Club is fantastic. It's a great thing, but it's a huge investment. Um, and I think you see, if you have your eyes open and you're a parent, you can see, does my ki kid belong in this level of play? And obviously if you're on court 82 and in the aqua division, you know, and your kid's not exactly, you know, balling out on court one or being re recruited or anything like that, then you kind of go, this is a great ride. It's fantastic. She's meeting people and learning about team play and sports and all that stuff, but you can kind of see the writing on the wall. And then there's every level from there all the way up. Um, my daughter has been playing, you know, as a freshman on high school um, volleyball, a very competitive school, played in the state championships two years ago uh, as a freshman. Um, and now, you know, with club, you know, then you we've now gotten into the recruiting world and, and we've hired a recruiter to help us because she does have the ability to play at the next level. And so there's this journey. And for me, my job is to, to put her in the position that she's able to play and then shut my mouth and back up and just kind of let the coaches do what they do. And I think helicopter parents that get too into it, assume their kids are something that they're not or want them to be better than they actually are. The sport will tell you how good you are and your coaches eventually will tell you how good you are because of what you're asked to do or um, just the general ascension of your kid. So, so and <laughs> That's interesting because I, 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 there's so many ways to go about, I guess, this question. And what's interesting is what I'm hearing from you is something that I haven't heard a lot of is like your job that uh, you see yourself in charge of is to place your kid in the situations where you believe that they belong and can succeed. 
Yeah. And then to let them go. Yeah. I I suppose what I mean by that is like, okay, so I'll use my example. My daughter plays for a club called Acceleration Volleyball Club and based out of Martinez. It's a really good club. It's a competitive club. And in the Northern California area where we're based, there's some great clubs, Absolute Volleyball Club, NorCal Volleyball Club, Vision Volleyball Club, um, and whatnot. Pac Rim Volleyball Club. Pac Rim. Sorry, Pac Rim Volleyball Club. Pac Rim. Yeah, 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 yep. Out of System Volleyball Club. Roger. That's not coming. That, it, it, let's get we're that not out supposed of the to air. tease that. We're not supposed to tease that. We're not supposed to tease that. That is not a tease. That is wow. never. Absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. Mm. No. Um, no way. But anyway, never say never. That's right. Never. But you, uh, Roger, right now is dialing your phone rapidly. <laughs> get them on the phone. <laughs> shut them up. Um, but uh, so so anyway, so you get you go. Okay, well, I want to play at that level. So when I say I want to put her in that position, it's like. Okay, well, that's a pretty competitive club. There are the tryouts. There's the pre-tryout clinics. There's all these things that you do. Can you make that squad? And so, you know, I could beg, do whatever I want and try to, I can't be on the court having her make the team. So the goal is let's get you to the clinics. Let's get you to the tryouts. Let's make sure you have everything you can. Like for instance, we just came from her and a private trainer because you realize at that level that you guys have played at and on the women's side as well, these girls need to be fit. They need to be strong. They need to be getting in and out of the gym. They can't just play volleyball and think that it's like a weekend thing. So I got her someone to help train, you know, get her strong and then get into the gym and be as good as she can on the volleyball court. So that's for me, Micah, as a parent, I'm like, let's do everything I can to support it. And then I think the most important thing is, is that which our conversation with Olivia that I've had is um, you are driving this car. The minute you say it's over, that you're not interested in it and that you've lost interest or whatever that is, it's my job to back off and not then force that onto her because it's her it's her dream. I think there's... The reason, oh, sorry, Joe. The, the one, I was just going to say, like for me, at the same time, because I think my parents are an extreme ver- like <laughs> version of how they were. I think that's easy to say. Anybody who knows them and knows the relationship with our parents knows like, they are extremely like supportive and motivational, I feel like. And so for me, just hearing from uh, what you said and the question that Micah asked, it's like, what is that balance of, no, like being the motivational figure to push them? Because I know there are certain points in my career, even at like younger points where if my parents didn't like push me into certain decisions, um, that they knew that was best for me, that I might have made the wrong decision, not be where I am at today. But at the same time, I think there is validity to also making sure that your child isn't being like totally unreasonable for where they are. Because I think that's really unhealthy too. I've seen both sides of that. And so I, I just want to ask all you guys, like, what do you feel that balance is between, okay, pushing them to reach their maximum potential, but also, all right, understanding. Because I think, I, I think, it's also really important for parents who maybe don't understand the like uh, elite athletics to be able to get resources to get that like motivational aspect in their life, whether it's like a high level coach or something, because if they don't have that aspect, I don't, I think like mentally as an athlete, you just don't develop certain skill sets that other athletes do to that. For example, played for my dad or lived with my dad. Um, or live where, like Micah, like the program that he came from. I think you develop certain skills and certain mentalities that separate you from a lot of people. And so I just want to ask all you guys, that, like, what is the balance you feel between those two things? 
boys. We can have you go first. Okay. So I, I think the put, so I wouldn't say that I don't push her, um, you know, to, to ins- try to inspire her would be the way I'd put it. And if she was, she's actually in the other room, but she'd probably laugh and go, yeah, dad, you totally push me. Cause I do. I mean, I, she's, you know, kids can get lazy. Like, ah, I don't want I'm bored. You know, I don't want to deal with it. And I definitely want to inspire her to go, look, this is your dream. It's not going to walk to you. You got to walk to it. You've got to make this effort. There's, you know, the, and all the, you know, cliches that I could come up with to kind of get the, her to realize what it is. And I do, cause I'm not passive in that. I'm definitely active and pushing and, and inspiring, but there's a point where I, what I've figured out is, and maybe it's because I've been around it now for my other daughter and, and, and Olivia uh, is that if you have eyes and you watch a court and you compare my daughter's libero, like Mr. Champ there, Gage, where is it? Um, if you watch her and then you watch other liberos and you're like, yeah, my, my kid's right in, right in there. Right. And you can see it and observe it. Great. Then you can feel like, good, you can, let's go. You're, you're right there. Let's go. But if you're a parent that kind of goes, yeah, my five, six kid is an outside on a 16s team in, you know, wherever, and she can't even, you know, get up over the net and they wanted her to ascend into the next level of sports. It's like, buddy, take a break. It's not going to happen. You know, turn her into a back row player or a setter, but it's too late at this point. So I think there's a, a case of reality for me of like going, I'm going to push her because I see that she has the ability and, you know, um, the drive. You know, it's, I, uh, I chuckled earlier when, uh, when you were talking about the aqua division. For the <laughs> listeners out there, basically what happens when you have so many girls teams or guys teams are starting to have this now where um, it, goes, it goes gold, silver, bronze, right, et cetera, and then it starts getting the colors. It starts with aqua, goes yeah. into, like, like turquoise Purple and whatnot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, when you're playing Does those, it really? Oh yeah. oh yeah, for for NorCal. Oh yeah, it goes, it goes so in in, in Southern California. Sagittarius division. <laughs> exactly. These are real divisions. Like they're, then they start naming like zinc, iron, like stuff on the periodic table. I'm pretty sure as well. And then yeah. How so, many do you uh, think there are? Uh, I would say there were around fifteen. There's 15. so many teams in Northern Cal. I mean, all over the U.S. But in Northern California, there's yeah. so many girls volleyball teams. And uh, there's like thirteen eights in some clubs. Like and that's only in power too. And that's only and there's in like power. there's like hundred and thirty eight teams. I think so, you know, depending like in yeah, like in the big division, division. like you know, I think it's like fourteen, fifteen, sixteens is the most prolific. And 17s, it drops off a little bit. Obviously, 18s, it drops way off. But yeah, 14s, 15s, I think, you, yeah, you get into like multiple colors, like psychedelic. <laughs> ba- <laughs> you know. Basically, I bring that up because um, Pac Rim wasn't always the powerhouse. We were <laughs> a good squad. Uh, well, girls, I don't know how much powerhouse they are, but they're, they're, they're at least competitive now. When we first started out, not so much. So I'd spend a lot of time in the weekends down at the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> of the of the turquoise division, uh, oh, the yeah. zinc, oh. and the coppers, and uh, and you just see like like it's good to, like obviously Mike we go way back we know each other well but these parents it's just kind of funny because they just completely lose sight of just like what's important yeah. you have opposite ends of the spectrum whether it's they oh. don't care at all because that they're at the turquoise and then you have 
obviously they're like just absolutely losing. Like this is their make or break kind of situation. Like they, they need to win this or etc. But we then you need also this season, exactly. Emily, <laughs> our family needs this. You see these games going on in these courts, and basically, I think it's the top two teams advance if you make the championship. Maybe it's top three. So like sometimes the third place match, yeah. these teams and these parents are just oh. like, I don't want to spend another dive at Turquoise. We need to move up to Marine Aqua right. Division. Right. Exactly, because that's going to make the difference. That's gonna, the, the twelve grand you've spent in club is, uh, exactly. you know, marine to exactly. aqua. But but, but there's also there's also that level too. Um, well, go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go, Mike. You go, Mike. No, I just I think there's also that level of the, the, then then there is the step back of the, and this might be going off subject, but there's the parent groups within those teams. So you've got oh, these the groups. And they, oh yeah. They feel like they know better than the coaches. And why isn't my kid playing? It's like, well, because your kid's four point, you know, four feet, two inches and, you know, a buck 60 and can't jump. And, you know, it's like, that's why they're not playing. The brutal truth. Or, or whatever it is, not that that, 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 that height or weight, it means anything, but, but there's just this element of like the parents having this whole organism world to themselves feeling and being demanding and, you know, having a beer at night, talking about how they would do it different. You're just like, yeah, I, you know, maybe I'm <laughs> lucky. I, I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm just kind of here. Cause I'm even for us, like, I know when we come in and if you're at the bottom of gold and you're sitting at 11 or something like that, you, you're probably not going to win in the open division at these big open tournaments, you know, these big bid tournaments. It's just, you know, cause there's a, there's a bunch of gold divisions around the country that are all flying in. So now you got 50, right. 60, you know, top five teams. And it's like, these kids are redwood trees. They're, you know, six, two slamming the ball. And your kid's like, where did they come from? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know, it's true. It's true. So, so I think that there's just that reality of like, we're in our bubble in NorCal, which is an amazing volleyball environment. And there's great volleyball coming out of here always, but there's still, when you go to these other tournaments, it's just kind of like you, it puts you in perspective. Of, of where you're at, especially like Southern California, you know, it's humbling. I remember we played Torrey Pines a couple of years ago and it was like, they're like, they're like six foot five and above. I mean, these kids are huge. They're in high school for God's sakes, you know? So anyway, I mean, you're not wrong there. It's also, um, uh, uh, my train of thought, I forget my train of thought where I was going to take that Mike, my bad. Age, um, age it happens when you get older. That's true. I am twenty, all twenty three years of age. Mike, so um, I, I have something here. So there's a video that was released this week. This it's pretty big news from what I can see across the U.S. and it's gotten like national media attention. I don't know if you saw this. There was a youth basketball uh, girls event, and there was they're 12, 13 years old, I believe. And there's this video of this one younger girl who had gotten tripped up by another who was easily like a third of her size like like if you see the video it's not even like it's not even close to like the size comparison <laughs> and apparently there was some i think there was some uh there was some talk coming from like the parents after this girl got tripped to like react and respond in some way in a physical way so the girl turns around and absolutely like clocks her and knocks her out like con- unconscious she's laying there like not moving i don't know if you saw this video uh no, maybe gage could Maybe Gage can include this video here at this point. I sent it to him earlier today in the podcast. Drop it. Because it's one of the most, like, if you watch it, 
it looks like the the first the first thing looked harmless. First of all, it didn't even look like the 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 little girl touched her at all. She just kind of fell, um, and then the response ridiculous. And now, like I'm reading all this stuff about talking about just the parenting of this kid who responded and how ninety ninety eight percent of people who respond in this way usually has something to do with like with their parents' view on things and how they are raised. And so, I want to get your viewpoint on how much you think kids listen to their parents or how much of their the influence from like a child's home or those dinner uh, like conversations affect kids going on to like the volleyball court and how they behave and if you've run into issues similar to this or have any oh stories that relate to this totally I, 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 i'm gonna just go ahead and not name the club for the sake of not naming it but there is a club up here and these parents we were playing this is 15 15s it was 15 15s i think 14s or 15s, I forget. And we're playing, and we were ranked like 13th. We were in the uh, silver division going in. No, we were 20th. It was the qualifiers, what it was. So there were no divisions yet, but it was the qualifier to set you up for what division you were going to start out the league in. And we were 22. It's exactly where we were. We were 22, and we were playing a three. And uh, this team was, they were good. And the we beat them. And the parents got violent with the ref. They they ran at the ref after bump chest bumped him, berated him, <laughs> screaming profanities the whole time during the game, during the match. I mean, out of their chair on the field, people getting kicked out. And it was one of those moments where you, you know, for us, we're you can imagine we're 22, we just beat number three. We're gonna start the season off in the top of gold bracket. It's awesome, we're related. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's a fist fight breaking out damn near on the court and 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 security's being called and they're escorting families off. And it was and they were apparently not allowed to, to come to any matches that year uh to watch to, to watch. But that that sort of is a long-winded answer to what you're asking, which is parents. And people take this shit, excuse my French, way too seriously. Like this is a volleyball game with kids and, you know, screaming vehemently because of a missed point. And it was in, it was in, it was in, it was a tip. No. As much as I laugh, I am that person at times oh, in my life. Like, I'm, I'm so in, in, in the game that I'm just like, ah. and, and of course we all are. We've right all in. been there. You're in it, but I'm talking about parents. I'm, right, I'm right. Parent. It's different when you're off the court doing it. The, rather than the like, best is when you have like this little like 11 year old girl who's like, and she makes a call in the whole parent section, <laughs> screaming <laughs> at this line. Oh, yes. She's this little. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's like these kids are like they're thinking about their next TikTok they're getting out. You know, they don't care <laughs> about the point. But but there is there is. I, I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying about the reality of where your kid's at, I think at some level. And then also just, are you invested in this for you or them? I mean, yes, it's a point and maybe it caused them to lose out on a, a gold division. Who knows what it is, but, but that level of engagement, I think to your point, the kids see that they have to bring that energy also exists at home on some level, whether it's that intense or not, you know that that's who that those parents are on some level. And whether it's how they deal with each other or whether how they deal with their kid, but you know, it comes out, it just has to. Uh, yeah. you know. um, and I, I and, and, and to, to your point, Micah, 
Of course. I mean, I grew up playing sports. I played baseball until I was, I thought I was going to go pro. Of course that didn't happen, but I know what I'm a competitor. Like I, I'm a, I'm a, so I, and in the field I was in and acting, like you come in, you weak, if you're weak, like forget it, guys are going to eat you alive. You have to have self, you know, uh, assurance and strength mentally and all that stuff. And all that stuff goes for sports. But I just think that Joe, your point is, the, these parents have to be planting seeds in these kids um, in that way for it to come out on the court. And then, you know, sometimes there's just a bad apple, but for the most part, I mean, we're talking about unique situations. 98 and a half percent of it is all fantastic and great camaraderie and sportsmanship yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but there are the, the bad apples and that's why it's great to be on a team that doesn't have that kind of person. Yeah. I mean, this girl, this girl's facing like criminal charges now. The, the mother of the other girl's file like police reports and the whole situation is just a really messed up situation you can't like i haven't seen the other side of it of the girl who hit her what her family's saying but it's just so crazy my mom's been like she tells parents this all the time and she's a huge advocate because obviously running a club and being around youth volleyball you see all kinds of different like anything you possibly imagine it happens at a club volley at a volleyball club and she talks about like these dinner time conversations. Like those are the most valuable things that happen in a child's development. Like at night, every single night when you're sitting there with your family, what's like coming out of the parents' mouth? What's the message? Um, when a kid sits there and complains about why they're not playing, like what is the parent saying to them when they're not getting good grades? Like all this type of stuff. Like what's happening at the dinner table? And she would always talk about how important those are. Um, and she can tell like just how the kid behaves, what usually is coming. Like she could probably guess what's coming out of the mouth of the parents and the the type of influence that they have over that kid. Um, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. That's why there's so so it's, much, it's, it's, go ahead, that's, Gage. That's why there's so much like, like you, Mike, Michael, you mentioned it earlier about why there's like so much. Like, for example, there's these, like, cliques of parents that think they're better. Usually a lot, there's, like, a lot of, like, stay-at-home, like, moms that, right, they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm putting all in one pot here. But it doesn't really matter. But there's these opinionated <laughs> parents that are, like, they're like, oh, my daughter's this. And then it carries on to the team, right? So then their daughters think this, and then they get on there, and then they talk crap about so-and-so, and then they have the little click, and then they don't feel fit in, right? And it just, it just it carries over. You see it because I've been on... I've been on just like kind of observing stuff. I've been the coach, and I've been on teams where it it, it um just basically where the, it's all taking place, and it's just like crazy how it carries on. So if you're a parent listening out there, your words, although sometimes, uh, although your kid Michael, you can attest to this, might be like, "Oh, shut up, Dad!" or "Shut up!" Like they hear you, like, yes, in the back of their mind, like in the back of their mind, they're listening to you, man. Like what you say is, affects them a lot. So make sure you um make sure you tidy. It's up. so crazy to me. There's kids who can't play when their parents are there. I think that's, that's so like if you're a parent and you're in that if you're if that's the situation, then I feel like the parents done something wrong. Whether it's like in a positive or negative way, whether they're too over controlling or I don't I don't know if the, if a kid like can't perform with their parent there, it just makes me like shake my head sometimes. Like what is like <laughs> what is going on? What are they saying where you can't even like. Oh, no, this is, them around. Yeah. Forgive me, I'm going to ask you, will you tell, te text Faye and tell her that I'm doing the podcast with you guys because she's just trying to call me for something. Would you mind doing that? <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I don't have my phone. Um, uh, listen, Olivia has, has sort of begrudgingly acquiesced to the fact that I'm always at practices or watching 
and finally she's like, fine, I guess he's just going to be there. And she's used to it. I don't know that she likes it any more yeah. than she did whatever, likes her autonomy and to be able to do it. And, you know, but I'd be used to, I mean, in my field of acting, you know, you're going to be acting sometimes in front of one person, you're going to be acting sometimes in front of, you know, uh, an 85 person crew, um, you know, or in a public environment, walking down the street with a bunch of bystanders watching and the, the work's the same, you know, the, the, the acting was the same, the moments of this, everything's the same, but you have to be used to it. You have to understand it. You have to, you know, be able to process and, and perform under unique circumstances. And I think to that point, from your guys' perspective, from the level that you guys are playing at and continue to play at, you have a perspective that very few people have especially with your parents, you guys obviously had talent and you obviously had a knack for the game on some level just within you. And then it was, it was, it was harvested and sort of grown and pushed and I'm using the right words to sort of bring you guys along with your parents. But now you sit back and when you look at a club team or you can look at a high school team and watch the players and probably within three minutes, just go, yeah, that kid's awesome. The rest of the kids are just good, good players. But you, you can see that based on years and years and years of, of, of watching. I have the ability now after some years to just be able to look at a court, not even at your level and go, yeah, they're, they're great. But think of how many parents around the country have never seen the hot top, top level of volleyball. They don't know people that play top, top level volleyball. So they look at a court and a bad kid's the same as a good kid and vice versa. There's no perspective to understand where their kid ranks and so they're pushing their kids like, let's go, let's go. And they're like, yeah, just let her play because she's going to, you know, she's going to grow herself out of this game in a couple of years. So I just think there's an element of that. And I think out of system, not to bring it back into business, mm -hmm. but I think out of system is hopefully going to bring a level of that kind of uh, world to, to, to the community of volleyball in general. So let's bring some access to the game and let parents and people see what this game has to offer at every single level because there's enjoyment no matter where you're at. 100%, 100%. I think that uh, if we do it the right way, like our good friend Mike here, I was thinking about this is it's as along with our parents, all luckily all of our parents have been nothing but supportive and kicking the butt when needed. I was just thinking about this. Uh, my parents, whenever I did something big at Hawaii, they'd be in the same section seat and uh, I'd always point to my mom or my dad, like after, we, after a huge win, like 17, 19 in the fifth or something like that. And oh. just like, I, I thought about this today, actually. I was like, dang, I'm never really going to be able to do that again. Like, like, like that, that's crazy. So definitely, uh, if you do it right, hopefully you have a moment with, like that with your parent or kid and that, that you guys can reminisce on. Um, but let's bring it back to business because this is an absolutely horrible transition, but there's no easy transition into parenthood in the manscape. But Mike, how do we feel about our recent, because we always, every podcast, you know, we were talking about manscape ever since last podcast. Come on now. How are you feeling yeah. about the nice smoothness? Manscaped. Of course. Oh. Talk about about manscape. I'm like a seal skin over here. Cause you got, got you got a package too. Of course I did. Of course <laughs> I did. You Dirty Mike. You should see my dog. <laughs> Nothing left on him. It's like he's gone. God, <laughs> <works. you> <laughs> no. Once I you start, it. you can't it's, stop. You can't. It's the Listen, gift that I, keeps I, on giving. I'm carving initials. Things are going well. The I'm grass still. outside. Listen, it's you're great. Picasso with that thing. I can't turn my head around because I've got something going on I couldn't finish back here. But uh, 
kidding me? Manscaped is awesome in the shower, uh, wherever. But I'm, wow. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a seal skin over here. I've got, you know, I'm all happy. It's, it's the that. smoothest cut. Like, actually, I said this last week. It's the smoothest cut that I've ever felt any razor. I've tried so many different razors in Europe, in the U.S. Smoothest cut, like smooth. Any part of the body you need it, right off, smooth, right no off irritation. Okay, well, that's right. Again, 20% off. Use the promo code VOLLEYBALLS, all cap, plural, VOLLEYBALLS. 20% off, free worldwide shipping. Check it out. Link in the bio. Last thing, we want to tease one more quick thing, Mike. Um, yes. We, we told people we might be teasing some stuff on here. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, obviously, mm-hmm. we released our first merch, for first and kind of only merch um, collection. What? It was last year in May, right? Or was it May yep. or June? It was in May, late May. This year. Still this year, Gage. Still this year. My bad. Uh, This this past May here, late May. And we've been working on a new line here. And it should be dropping within, what's what's your estimation? Well, Gage, uh, I'm going to say, and we should tease this as well. Okay. Um, So we have had some challenges with our present shipping solution that we've had. And to all of our followers out there, if you've been one of those, we're tragically sorry that anything has happened like that but we made a big shift and pivoted and now have a, a shipping fulfillment center that we're going to be using um which is going to make our world uh just and your world as our customers so happy we can ship anywhere in the world now we can ship internationally we can ship statewide um things are going to go out within one day two days at the most i think traditionally it's a three-day max uh shipping for you um, the way they package them is amazing. And that goes live in approximately three to five days. So our new, which I think you might tease, maybe a quick tease of a, of a picture, you know, when we eventually do this, Gage. I'll pull it up really quick. It'll be like 0.5 seconds. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They just saw it. <laughs> quick, Good. real quick one. This is our new, this is our new merch coming out. There's three things and uh, we're really excited about it. And um, yeah, so that, that that's coming here shortly. You're gonna have Christmas goodies, really good Christmas stuff. gifts, Some stocking Thank stuffers. <laughs> so yes. many people have been writing us; they want Christmas gifts from us. And so, people, you're gonna have to be on top of this. We we got a pretty good shipment in, but we've gotten so many requests for merch, and we told them new stuff's coming out. So you're gonna have to be on top of it when we do announce exactly. the release. Not it's only go that, fast. Yeah, not only that, it is gonna go fast. But think about this, people. Manscaped, twenty percent off for Christmas stocking stuffers. Boom! I like that. Holly yeah, balls, Mike. We think in the same way because I was gonna be like, "Merry Christmas, everyone!" You got twenty percent off free worldwide shipping, and you got some stocking stuffers with out of system gear. Come on now! And so again, Merry Christmas to your loved one. Like, hello, Manscaped, and right? your loved ones, as in betwixt the waist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at you, or Shakespeare. below the waist, not betwixt the waist. I mean, I guess. Depends how your body's built, I guess. I don't know. Um, anyways, all, Mike, works. it's always a pleasure having you on, brother. You're you're an absolute legend. People finally, for people, and again, if you want to be caught up in this information, in our new merch, make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't. But Mike, now that people actually know what you look like, you're Dirty Mike here. Because Some people are like, who's Dirty Mike? What does he look like? What does he sound like? This is it. This is him. And him. don't forget, guys, not to not to push. Got to rock some Dr. Price's vitamins now. The electrolytes, even though it's winter, you know, people get dehydrated in winter. They just don't realize it. These things are all day deep, long. Deep, 
veto keto uh, or vegan gluten-free uh, keto friendly paleo friendly you know sugar-free these things are sick they work take their word for it not mine they're awesome Fueled everybody we've had try that so ask where they can buy it like immediately and so and 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 it has actually saved a few lives along our yes, five-week journey this is true if you watch the vlog a guy would have had to go in the ambulance if we didn't give him the, he was literally about to be loaded onto uh, a stretcher to go into the ambulance and then we i'm straight up he couldn't walk let me get an iv and it's dp what's the code boys for amazon or dpv20 is that it what's the code? out of system it's out, out of system, system 20. 20. Out of system. System. i thought yeah. i thought you were making a new one for it i was like wait what i was like wait. <laughs> out of system 20. forgive me dr p's v's doctor that's P's another yeah, but yeah dr. That's, P's uh, but dr price's vitamins boys it's it, electrolytes they're the shizzy also, the immune booster with electrolytes gets your cold immune system booming through COVID. Ooh, that's see, that's that's what you got to do. Flu, Flu season, season coming. Immune booster with electrolytes. So you get hydrated, which you need when you're sick, and you get vitamin C and zinc and everything else. It's rocking. Yeah, you guys heard it here first. COVID immunity. Doctor Price's <laughs> electrolytes. Out of system. <laughs> Ivermectin <laughs> and Doctor P's. These the cure. We did it. But you won't be immunized, right? You'll just be healthy. <laughs> no guarantee. Yeah, we, 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 we got there, Moderna, <laughs> Pfizer, and Doctor P's. Doctor P's V's electrolytes. The right three on, vaccinations. Uh, totally. Hey, thanks for hopping on, Mike. I love it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Hope Mike. See you all soon. Keep it dirty, everybody. The dirtiest of dirties. Michael Wiseman. Mike, the COO of the Ad System Gang. As you can see, he's well, he's not he, he may be older in age, but he's still a homie. He's still the young. The mask has been removed. It's true. Joe wanted me to know who Dirty Mike is now. <laughs> Joe Joe. Just, just put a little blur <laughs> on the eyes, dude. Dude, and then have it then time track it or oh my god, that'd be so that'd be just Or just be, change his voice. Just, 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 yeah. a, just a normal guy, just doing the weird. Really voice. high pitched. Make it really high pitched. This is Dirty Mike. This is why we. How ridiculous would that be? That's how we hide his identity. He's completely. We don't change a thing about his, the camera. He's completely in plain sight, but we change his voice. Dude, uh, and he's the he's the guy we set like for business stuff, and he's the guy who gets the deals for us. This is who we send him. Just like a mouse, a guy with a mouse voice. Oh, the Mike, dude, dude. Sometimes like we. I will say, Mike and I talked about this. He's like gets these insane deals for us and all this except like all this stuff, and then me and Mike are just like, how did he get this? Like, what goes on? Because we don't like to be a part of those meetings a lot of time. Like for example, we like to build interaction. Obviously, we have to be a part of a lot of business meetings, but especially during the summer, we like to just build social interactions and personal interactions and not really have <clears> to handle <throat> the business side. So that's where Mike comes in, and uh, I just remember like. We'd be like, what the heck goes on in these meetings? Whatever's happening, we love it. And like, <laughs> whatever Mike's sending that or thrown at him, I love it. Because uh, so he they could actually stuff. pay you. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Like, the way, like, I've, yeah. every time I'm like, what the hell did he say in this? <laughs> does, he have, does, does he have their family captured? <laughs> <laughs> like, He's uh, like, listen, I know where your coordinates are. Uh, no social security number. <laughs> you're going to make this happen. <laughs> Dirty Mike. That's why we call him Dirty Mike. Well, boys, uh, good luck in the rest of your seasons. And again, 
you want to be clean shaven like us for the, the rest of our or... seasons, you... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> You're man. gonna talk to us. We're next gonna talk. Week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll see you guys. <laughs> if you guys are looking for the complete Christmas package, Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, Dr. Price's Vitamins in the Yada System merch is the ideal pack. Your kids, your loved ones, your family members will be ecstatic if they walk down Christmas morning and see those three things sitting under the Christmas tree. Go get it. It's all live very, very soon. The codes are... The codes are live, just the merch needs to come out, and that's going to be here very, very soon. But go use the codes, out of system 20 for Dr. P's V's, and of course, Molly Balls for the Manscaped 4.0 package. Go get that thing. Also. Dude, I can already think of so many good puns for Manscaped in the holiday season. Just remember, if you can't handle the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Out of System.